0: The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. Oh see every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky Starter and Sky Sports to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz. Welcome to Football FIFA with Jason Vine. I swear there, see like this
1: ever again. Powered by News Talk ZB and Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup. All 64 matches live. One, 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 one. Hi there and welcome into Football Fever, your daily World Cup podcast in association with Sky Sport. Jason Pine and David Choate wrapping today's second semi-final, France v. Morocco on Sky Sport. They still have
0: their hands
1: on the trophy. Only Messi, magical
0: Messi, and Argentina can wrestle it from them now.
1: Only Messi. Well, even in the uh, wake of a final whistle, we're talking about Messi already. But Ale Le Bleu, Choate, they're through. Did they deserve it? Yeah probably.
0: Yeah yeah, they did. They did, but um hats off uh, to the Atlas Lions Morocco. They came, they roared. Uh they didn't get their prey in the end, but uh they made a few friends and they were um they were well worthy semi-finalists, I thought.
1: Yeah, going to pay tribute to Morocco a little bit later on, but for France their fourth final in the last seven World Cups, 98, 06, 2018, and 2022. First team to reach successive finals since Brazil in 98 and 02. First European side to reach successive finals since Germany in 86 and 1990. We know that no team has won back to back World Cups since that wonderful Brazilian side of 58 and 62. From what you saw this morning, what chance do you give France of, of breaking that 60 year duck? Every chance.
0: Um, I think uh, the final is f- poised, um, and the French certainly have enough weaponry to go into that final with some confidence. Um, Lloris, uh, I think, also would become the first captain if he was able to lift the trophy twice. That'd be big. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a, a a good side, a very good side. Um and uh, the Mbappe factor, a bit like the Messi factor, will loom large in the final. That'll be all the headlines, won't it? It'll be the two, the two big M's.
1: We'll have to find yeah, M and M's. We'll have to find some more M words. But uh, Teo Hernandez with the early goal for France, exactly what they were after on Sky Sport. Mbappe oh, does get his shot away,
0: and Hernandez coming in. Well, he threatened to be the villain of the piece against England, but how quickly the fortunes can change in World Cup football.
1: Teo Hernandez scoring after four minutes, 39 seconds, the earliest goal scored by any side in a World Cup semi since 1958. The first opposition player to score against Morocco at this World Cup. Exactly what they were after, wasn't it really? Because uh, the longer it was nil-nil the more Morocco would have fancied themselves. It was only four and a half minutes, and it wasn't nil-nil anymore.
0: Changed the face of the game. Uh, the Mbappe threat was obvious in the goal. Does that go down as an assist? I'm not sure. It was a a, a shot that Mbappe bit uh, was uh, skewed uh, wide. It deflected to uh, Hernandez. But you'd have to say all the attention goes on Mbappe in the box, is not it? If you're a defender, everything gravitates towards, towards him. And it left Hernandez free. Uh, and he tucked it away tightly
1: in the end he's got his he's got his leg right up Jody I'll pull a hammy doing that
0: yeah no it was tidy it was um, it was semi bicycle-ish it was <laughs> he had to he had to open his legs and show all his class bro. Uh, I think that's what we'd say he stretched himself up and uh, slammed it past the keeper the keeper might have reflected or might reflect old uh, Buno Balnau Bono um, whether he could have come and just kept coming yeah um, but uh Four minutes gone, and the Lions have to chase the game.
1: Yeah, and the very sad sight of Captain Raman Saisi having to go off, heavily strapped in the in the uh, lead up to this game, outpaced by Giroud. I think when you're getting outpaced by Giroud, it's time to it's time yeah. to wander off. But but I mean, the biggest game of his life for the Moroccan captain. Very sad to see him go off.
0: And the second change, sort of within the, the, the opening twenty minutes, uh, they lost. Um, before kick-off, although warmed up heavily, um, the other defender who have lost his name, uh, but that's okay. Uh, and Sice was um, man-mountain for them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you looked at the replay of that Giroux running away from him. Giroux uh, might keep that for his highlights reel. He, he's outpacing someone. <laughs> that, that As you say, that won't happen very often, but he was definitely struggling, heavily strapped. And uh, it was 20 minutes in, he gave way, and uh, again... Respect uh, to the Moroccans but they were running on fumes and they were running out of fresh legs and they were running out of fit players and that's two changes in your defensive unit which made them uh,
1: all the more vulnerable. But even given that they were 1-0 behind as I say behind for the first time in the tournament they had to come out across the, the game and up until France scored their second goal with about 10 minutes to go. They kind of kept themselves in it, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I felt like uh, certainly the first or that sort of middle 20 minutes um, in the second half, I thought, they're going to score here. They're going to get one because they were getting in behind down the it, it, in the little channels inside the box. There were here and, scare and moments without there being real clear opportunities, I suppose. Um, but I just felt like they're going to nick one here and it's going to be all on again. But uh, the second goal kills you. Uh, as it often does.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, the bicycle kick from centre back Jawad El Marik for Morocco into the first half hits the post. Larice maybe gets a couple of fingers on it, which might be be crucial. Uh, you know, yeah, he was the one I think who um, who perhaps um, was slightly at fault for the uh, for the first goal, and that he let uh, Griezmann get away from him. But a bicycle kick from a centre back—you don't see it every day.
0: No, you don't. That was just before half time, was it not? Yep. And um, I think Andy Townsend said it in commentary. He felt like the French needed to get that second goal before half time because that's probably when they were having their best spell. Um, there were there were chances for uh, Giroud in particular. I think missed one, flashed one past the post, and and then if you're going to get undone by a bicycle from a centre back, um, you know you're in uh, you're in territory that you wouldn't want to be in. Uh, that would be a bad look for you. Uh, but uh, they didn't get it. But they came out in the second half, uh, Morocco and kept on huffing and puffing.
1: Yeah, they did, but they couldn't quite find that equaliser. France, incidentally, have never lost a World Cup match when they've led at halftime. 26 uh, times they have won and drawn once of the 27 times they've been ahead at half time, And they secured the game in the 79th minute on Sky Sport. Mbappe. Oh,
0: those dancing feet. Oh, it must be! Kolo just on. made the kind of impact a substitute dreams of.
1: Randall Kolomawani, 44 seconds after he came on, he's put in the back of the net, he won't score an easier goal.
0: Exactly, uh, super sub stuff, but again, uh, Mbappe in the thick of it, um, just dragging all the attention in and uh, creating a little bit of havoc with his pace and uh, explosive sort of power around the box. Uh, but yeah, that's a, uh, a, a, a sub that uh, paid massive dividends for them. And from that point on, it was always late and... Uh, and look, they didn't give up the the, the Moroccans. Um, despite some flurries in extra time, uh, it was plain sailing from
1: there. Yeah, France 2-0 winners. Their captain, Hugo Lloris, who we've mentioned a couple of times his 19th appearance at the World Cup, equalling Manuel Neuer as the goalkeeper with the most games in the history of the competition. He'll own that record by himself, presumably on Monday when he plays in the final. Didier Deschamps, just a word on the uh, French boss. Winner as a player and a manager already. I mean... They'll they'll put a statue of him in the uh, Champs-Élysées, won't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's um, well-loved in France or becoming even more well-loved in France. The players talk about this very strong trust value that he he puts in his players and gives them the um, sort of the license to play. So the French are are known as a a race for being emotional and passionate and often imploding, Um, personalities getting bigger than the team. Deschamps has certainly cracked that sort of nut, if you like. He's He's got a team playing like a team. They uh, appear to be uh, very unified. No no egos on show. Um, did you notice when they went off in their celebration, got this weird little celebration where all the staff line up and they, it's almost like running the gauntlet and they're giving everyone a, good, a, a decent slap on the back. And, and a bit of a clip around the air. Um, they look like a team loving life, and why wouldn't you, having uh, just qualified for a, a World Cup final and the chance to be history makers, go back to back, but their manager um, has a lot to do with this French side.
1: France into the big dance. Just a word on Morocco, and they will get a lot of plaudits stopping their group. A win over Belgium during group play. They beat Spain on penalties in the round of 16, beat Portugal in the quarterfinals, first African team to reach the semi-finals, and gave a good account of themselves against France this morning, you know, with those injuries to be taken into account. Um, the story of the World Cup, probably, depending on what happens in the final, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's been for probably 20 years the emergence of African football, um, and we always thought it might be the Cameroons. You know, we remember back... To the uh, Roger Miller days, this was the arrival of the new uh, the new sort of African wave of football. Senegal this time were much fancied, I think, as the African nation. Well, as it happens, it's the Arab nation of the African end of the scale that's really caught fire. And um, all the um, chat and all the tweets were about how many... Moroccans had arrived for this game. I mean, I heard numbers as high as sixty thousand of the sixty-five thousand in the <laughs> ground were. I'm not sure that was true, but there might have been sixty thousand who arrived to be part of the action. So, Arab football was very much to the fore. To me, that's going to be the story: the arrival of uh, the Arab football wave, because these players are playing across. Very good leagues. You look at all the teams they play in, Piney. They're across all the good leagues. The Bundesliga, the um, the, the Spanish leagues, the Premier League. Um, and um, they will have added value to their individual worth. There's no doubt about that. Um, in fact, it was one of the managers of one of the uh, Spanish sides saying his phone is ringing off the hook. Um, I imagine that is the case.
1: Indeed. So they'll play the third and fourth place playoff now against Croatia. That is 4 a.m. Sunday morning on Sky Sport. And our 2022 World Cup final is set Monday morning, 4am Sky Sport. Argentina v France, probably the final that we all in our heart of hearts wanted. Argentina looking to deliver Lionel Messi's elusive first World Cup. France looking to be the first repeat winners since Brazil in 1962. We'll have a preview pod for you on Saturday. But just your initial thoughts about that final, Chody, and... uh, and your your levels of enthusiasm about it?
0: Oh, excited! Um, perfect, it is um, the, the the ideal matchup for me. Talked about it a lot in the potties. Europe versus uh, the South Americans. It's the old battle. Europe's been winning that battle for a while. This one's going to be going to be exciting. I was going to leave you with it. It takes two to tango, but that's an Argentinian dance. So <laughs> the big dance is coming up, and I'm getting uh, well up for it. The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. Oh see every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky Starter and Sky Sport to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz.